Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the privacy impact of the Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local lawyer that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from CNBC. Over the 4th of July weekend, criminal hackers took over the Twitter and YouTube social media accounts of the British Army. The attackers took over the accounts and changed the accounts to mimic NFT companies to get unsuspecting victims to sign up for a cryptocurrency scam. The UK Ministry of Defense and the UK Army are doing a thorough investigation of this issue. Our next story comes from Reuters. The price of cryptocurrencies has been steadily declining and is having an interesting impact. Reuters is reporting that the falling price of the crypto market has wiped out millions of dollars in funds stolen by North Korean-backed hackers. According to researchers, these funds were used for the country's weapon program. According to the U.S. Treasury Department, North Korean-backed criminals conducted one of the largest cryptocurrency heists in March of this year, taking almost $615 million worth of cryptocurrency. But because of the downswing in the crypto market, these funds are now worth significantly less. Cryptocurrencies are one of the ways that the North Korea government has avoided sanctions and raised money for its weapons program. Last week, several Norway public and private institutions were subject to distributed denial-of-service attacks, or DDoS attacks. The Norwegian security authority are blaming these attacks on a criminal pro-Russian group. These reports are coming on the heels of comments by security experts who believe that there will be more cyber attacks on the West by Russia if the country becomes desperate in its war against Ukraine. The Transportation Security Administration, or TSA, has made adjustments to its pipeline cybersecurity rules. The new rules extend the amount of time that pipeline companies can report hacks from 12 hours to now 24 hours. TSA will also be releasing updated rules by July 26th. The first set of rules were in response to the Colonial Pipeline attack, but the rules face both criticism for not being fully formulated and praise for being a positive step forward in the right direction. We will definitely be updating this story once the new rules are issued. Our final story comes from ZDNet. HackerOne, a large bug bounty platform that receives bug reports from ethical hackers, has fired one of its employees who allegedly took bug reports submitted by external researchers and then filed those same reports elsewhere to receive a bounty. After an investigation, HackerOne terminated the employee, but not before the employee allegedly contacted seven customers of HackerOne to submit vulnerability reports in an effort to get paid. 
This is a reminder about the importance of protecting your company from insider threats. And it's also important that we note that these bug bounty programs are big business. Between 2012 and 2020, HackerOne paid out over $100 million to people who reported over 180,000 vulnerabilities. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to Security Week, Mozilla has provided an update for its Firefox browser that patches 19 vulnerabilities, including four bugs that the company has labeled as high severity. In addition, Google has issued an emergency update to its Chrome browser to fix a zero-day vulnerability that is being actively exploited, according to the register. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. The U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and years of protected abortion rights. While this is certainly a women's rights and a body autonomy case, this is also a privacy issue. Following the decision, more than 20 states are set to pass or have already passed bans on abortions, and there is concern that law enforcement will be subpoenaing app developers, tech companies, and wireless carriers for information to help determine if people are attempting to circumvent these new bans. This has caused Google to announce that it will begin automatically deleting location data when users visit abortion clinics and other highly sensitive locations. Now, this is a big move because Google receives thousands of subpoenas from law enforcement every year about the data that it collects. Other large tech companies are attempting to implement policies and procedures to address this new normal. Finally, members of Congress are asking the FTC to investigate how Apple and Google track mobile devices and what they do with this data because of the privacy harms that are likely to arise from third parties' abilities to access this information especially when it's tied to those seeking abortions and other reproductive health care services. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Stop Photographing Northwest Award. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's daughter, Northwest, has been partaking in Fashion Week, and North is not a big fan of the paparazzi that have been steadily taking pictures of her and her mother. She has even gone as far as to hold up a sign telling photographers to stop. There are a number of privacy debates that are going on in regards to children's privacy. One of those debates will happen soon in the state of Texas, where one member of the Texas state legislature has announced that he will introduce a bill that will ban anyone under 18 from using social media. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.